Well, praise the Lord. God bless you. Amen. We are just excited about what the Lord is doing. I tell you, he's just doing great and marvelous things. And uh, this uh, epidemic that we are going through, if we can just open our hearts and minds up, we will be able to see the awesome hand of God in what we are doing. I tell you, he's doing it. He's doing it. Amen. He's not less than what he was. He is more. And we bless God for his goodness and for his mercy. But we want to address you today just for a little while. He is famous for that. He is famous for that. And uh, we're looking at Psalms chapter 79, verse number nine. You are famous for helping God. Give us a break. Your reputation is on the line. Pull us out of this mess. Forgive us our sin. Do what you are famous for doing. Father, we thank you for this word on this morning. We realize that you are the vine. We are just the branches. And we realize that without you, we can do nothing. Now let your word permeate itself in our hearts and let it explode within our being that we may be charged, challenged, and changed in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody needs your help today. Reach out and touch and deliver. Let your miracle persist. Give deliverance in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And this... uh, uh, what we are talking about today, we are just so uh, thankful to the Lord for giving us the glorious opportunity to know that God does things and he He has to introduce himself to us. Sometimes through difficulty, we begin to know who God is. When we start thinking about God being famous, it means to have a widespread reputation, usually of a favorable nature, renowned, celebrated. Some of the synonyms, amen, are natural, renowned, celebrated. Amen. And we're talking about celebration of a God who is great and have done great things for us. We live in a society that is void of truth because lying seems to be the way to go. Our president lies on a daily basis and has become famous for it. But thank God for those who pride themselves in speaking the truth and have gained a reputation for truthfulness. The question was asked in Psalms 15 and 1, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle, and who shall dwell in thy holy hill? The response came in verse number four. He that sweareth to his own hurt and changes not. In describing God, it was Moses that when he described him in the book of Numbers 23, 19, he said, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the sons of men that he should repent. Has he said, 
And shall he not do it? Or has he spoken? And shall he not make it good? The children of Israel in our text today, amen, have been found themselves in a difficult situation. The children of Israel had been made, uh, amen, to be in a place they were not comfortable in. And they had not been delivered from that place. God had not delivered them and they were being uh, subject to ridicule. Amen. The heathen was making fun of them. And let me tell you, when you're uh, serving God, the devil want nothing better than to find you at a place when you've told everybody what God's going to do for you. And then it seems as if it's not going to work. I want to tell you, God got a reputation to protect. And if you can hold on there in faith and in prayer, God will bring you out. Sometimes the Lord will leave us in trouble, not because he doesn't love us, but because he loves us. Sometimes the pain of our sin is the only thing that will cause us to call on the name of the Lord. Let us therefore uh, say it uh, in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, 16, he said, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. Like the psalmist, it is good when we can go over his record of his fame. Psalms 136, amen. Uh, this is what he says here. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endure forever. He's going over God's record. He's going over what God has done for him. He said, oh, uh, amen. Give thanks to the Lord, amen, of God. For he, uh, his mercy endure forever. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord of hosts. For his mercy endure forever. To him that alone does great wonders. For his mercy endures forever. To him uh, by wisdom made the heaven for his mercy endure forever. What a resume he had. To him that stretched out the earth over the waters for his mercy endure forever. To him that made great light for his mercy endures forever. The sun to rule the day for his mercy endure forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night for his mercy endure forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn for his mercy endure forever. He bought out Israel from among them for his mercy endure forever. Oh, look how he is building his fame. He is so famous. What a, amen, with a strong hand, amen, and with a stretched out arm for his mercy endure forever. For him would divide the Red Sea. You see, he got a reputation there. He is famous, amen, for showing up and doing great things. The Red Sea, he departed the Red Sea for his mercy endure forever. Amen. And made Israel to pass through the midst of it. 
for his mercy endure forever. You see, you got to have your senses exercised with God in order for you to know who God is. For without that, you will not know who he is. Oh, give thanks in verse 26. Oh, give thanks unto the God of heaven for his mercy endure forever. He is famous for this. Amen. So then we may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Amen. If we confess our sin and sometimes the devil, uh, amen, you know how sometimes we may go astray a little bit and the devil will hold that over your head to thank, make you think God is your enemy. He don't love you. Amen. And you're out on your own. You'll never get back. Amen. But look at 1 John 1 and 9. This is what it said. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Isn't that something how the devil will bring your past up? He's always, always bringing up your past to make you think you don't count. I don't care what you have done during this epidemic. If you can turn, stop doing it and turn yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is faithful and just. He have a reputation of forgiving those who confess their sin. And in the book of Psalms 143 and verse 10 to 12, I'm reading from the message translation. It said, teach me how to live to please you. Because you are my God. Lead me by your blessed spirit unto calm and level a man pastoral lane. Keep up your reputation, Lord, I thank you. Keep up your reputation, God. Give me life in your justice. Get me out of this trouble. In your great love, vanquish my enemies. Make a clean sweep of those who harass me. And why? Because I am your servant. It pays to be a child of God and to serve God. There are so many benefits. God don't have nobody that he don't look out for. Even if we do wrong sometimes. I'm not talking about people that habitually sin. But all of us fall short sooner or later. But what I like about God, he, amen, loves us so. He's willing to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You see, what God had to do was build this reputation for himself. This is one of the reasons why we see in scripture, Israel, amen, down in the lane of Egypt. And what God was doing was building a reputation. God sometimes lets you get into stuff so he can bring you out. So when the next time you have a problem, you can go back and refer back to what he is famous for. and said, God brought me out of this. He can bring me out of that. Look in the book of Isaiah 3 and 12. This is what it said. Who led Moses by the hand, his right hand, with his wonderful power. Who divided the waters before them to make his name famous forever. He is a famous God. In Isaiah 63, 16, the message says, you are our father. 
Abraham and Isaac have long died. They wouldn't know us from Adam. But you, you are our living father, our redeemer, famous for eternity. Amen. Famous for eternity. Open your mouth and tell him you are famous from eternity. And in the book of Romans chapter 4 verse 13 message translation, that famous promise God gave Abraham. And we find this all the way through scripture. That he and his children would possess the land was not given because of something that Abraham did or would do. It was based on God's decision to put everything together for him, which Abraham then entered when he believed. Brothers and sisters, don't let the devil get you on a course of thinking, God's going to bless me because of all the good stuff I've done. No, I believe God. When you start believing God, God is going to do some great and mighty things for you. In the book of Hebrews, it says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now, faith is whatever you want from God. You know, I might might be able to be waiting to see it. But when I ask him, I already have it. I'm just waiting for the manifestation of it. Amen. And therefore, what has been done in our life is to make him famous in our lives. And I want to ask you, what have you done in your life that make him famous in your life? I can tell you this. If you haven't had no experience in God, amen, you don't know him too well. But it's through the experience having your senses exercising God to make you know who he is. You know that last problem you had when you lose shot on that bill? God was just getting you, introducing you to himself that I can provide for you. Last time you were sick in your body and he healed you. He was building up his reputation that I am a healer. I'm able to deliver you. That time you laid in the bed and couldn't sleep that night, he came along and soothed you. He wanted to let you know, I am your peace. I'm the God of your peace. And so he has a reputation with us. I hope you got one with you too. This is the reason when we pray, amen, we pray why in his name, because you see his reputation is in his name. And we pray in his name, we put his reputation on the line. Amen. He has a reputation for responding to his name. He has a reputation of showing up even with little boys. David went out. I think at this time, David was about 17 years old. He went out against Goliath. When he went out against Goliath, amen, and, and this is found in 1 Samuel 17, amen, and verse 45 to 46, this is what it says. And then David, then said David to the Philistine. Thou cometh to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to you in the name, in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. This day will the Lord deliver thee unto my hand, 
and I will smite thee and take thy head from thee. And I will give the caucus of the host to the Philistine this day, amen, to the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth. And all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. He is famous for showing up even in the fiery furnace. He got a reputation. He, he, that's what his reputation is. He just shows up. Boys in the fiery furnace, he will have a way of showing up. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He will show up. Even when you're helpless, he will show up. You know, that's the reason why the Bible is written so that we can have hope. It was Jehoshaphat facing an army that was so large they only could describe it as the same of the sea. And in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 12 and through 13, it says, O our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that comes up against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. You see, you're not the only one that comes up against stuff that you can't handle. They came up against stuff they could not handle too. Yours might not be a large army during this pandemic. It might be your job closing down. It might be for food for the family. It might be for the rent money. It might be for the mortgage money. I'm getting the reports and you heard some of the testimonies before about this one brother who needed a kidney. Put his name on the list July the 20th for a kidney and received a call on August the 6th. And they called him twice. He hung the phone up. Didn't know who they was. But then the Holy Ghost shook him. He answered that phone and they told him that they had a kidney for him. He received a transplant and is now at home doing great. Another couple, you heard their testimony, who had never owned a home, is living in their new home. Another young man, when they come to the ministry, he was making like $39,000 a year and thought he was the bomb. He was making the money. But doing this virus received a promotion that gave him over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Let me tell you what, the weather don't have to be good. The condition don't have to be right. But when you least expect that God will show up and show himself out being a miracle. And you heard the testimony about the young lady. I think it was around nine years. She had been trying to get the job. Now, why in the midst of this famine, <laughs> She applied, get the job in less time than a week. She get a $4 raise. You just don't hear about that stuff. Another had a hospital bill of over $200,000 paid in full. Oh, he's famous for this. He's famous for it. 
Another made partners in a law in a large investment firm. Another was healed of cancer. Hear the word of the Lord. This is what he said, Jeremiah 29 and 11. I know my thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace. I know the devil wants you to put in your mind, oh, he wanted to destroy you. No, 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 no. He loves you. You are always on his mind. He have a reputation of thinking about his children. Matter of fact, one writer said, before you call, I will answer. While you're speaking, I will say, here I am. He said, I have, I'm thinking thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. All of us go through something that we can know his reputation. What he does frequently. I was thinking earlier this morning about the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 3 through 5, and Paul was writing to the church at Rome, and this is what he said, and not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation worketh patient and patient experience and experience hope and hope maketh not a shame because the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. I want to say to you, God loves you. You are loved. You are on his mind. He had invested too much in you. He's ready for you to put him on display. Put God on display. Why? He has a reputation of delivering his people. And I was thinking a little earlier, not on that, but he is he is a detailed God. The smallest detail. Things that you don't think he think about, he thinks about. Who would ever thought this big God who had created the universe would be standing looking over an offering plate? What a woman comes up and throw in her money. Let me tell you what. I don't care how much buyers we get. God can count. So, so what it did, what happened was she throwed in all she had. God knows how much you got and how much you got left after you give to him. She said he, she had given more than all the rest of them. I want to tell you, say to you, this is the time for God's people to be blessed. Don't let the devil make you hold back your money thinking you're not going to have enough. Do what he tells you to do. Pay your tithes. Give your offering. We had one brother who had just started coming to the church. He made a pledge of $1,000. And he told me the other day, I have completed my pledge. And another young man said that he was he had provoked another brother to make a pledge. And now he's working on his pledge. This is the time to give. God have a reputation that you can't give him more than he'll give back to you. I want to invite you today. Stop complaining. Stop complaining and start a praise party. This is what Jehoshaphat did when he didn't know what to do. He started a praise party in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 20 and 22. When he started that praise party there, amen, he rose early, got all the choir members together, and they start singing and praising the name of the Lord 
And verse 22, it says, when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord said ambushment against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which was coming against Judah, and they were smitten. So what the devil wants you to do is complain. And see, the more you complain, the less you're going to see of the goodness of the Lord. The more you complain, you don't see anything. But I guarantee you, if you can turn that complaint into a praise, you will see the goodness of the Lord. Boasting God. Just tell him, I know you're not going to leave me in trouble. Hallelujah. Give him praise. And the more you praise him, the more you can see. There is another sense that you have with the Holy Ghost. And that is that sense that God gives you in that spirit so you can discern. Paul said that God would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And when that spirit starts working in you, you can see what can't nobody else see. You running and jumping and shouting. And they say, wonder why they're running and shouting. You can see what they can't see. God is doing some great and marvelous things. A redeemed assembly, God is blessing us greatly. The testimonies are just rolling in the door. People that didn't have before God, and it don't even make sense. But God have a reputation of showing up when everybody thinks that you're going down. But hey, man, you can't go down when you're serving this great and mighty God that we are serving. He has a reputation of delivering you. And all you have to do is remind him of his reputation and he will come in and he will deliver you. You have a, something that God has done for you. Write us. We want to share with you because I want to know more about his reputation. Amen. And when you share your reputation, somebody else is going through. And when they heard what God did for you, they know God can do it for them as well. Amen. So share your testimony of what God had done for you. I understand that while I went through some of this stuff that I went through when I was younger. Why? Because I tell you what, when things get tight on me, I start running reference on God. July the 26th, this was happening, da-da-da-da, and da-da-da-da. And you have this reputation of God, and I, I know I have this I have his resume of what he had done for me. And when I start reading the resume, this is a small thing for the Lord. Start a praise party. Call up somebody. And he may start that praise party of what God has done. If you praise him, he'll go before you. He'll fight your battle for you. This is the time for God to show himself great. When everybody's going down, he said this, Say ye to the righteous, it shall be well. Amen. We're going to come out because this is the thing that's going to give honor and praise to the name of God. Be faithful to him. Be faithful in your praise and God will do great and mighty things for you. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you is our prayer in Jesus' name. And keep right on. Amen. Rehearsing. Amen. His resume of what he has done for you. Amen. He is famous for that. God bless you in Jesus' name.